open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Woo! Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situations, shits and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text, sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's Hey everyone, welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. And I am Naomi. And we are a real life couple. A real life couple of comedians. And on the show, we bring you the best sets from our live show where we have comics who are close to set together about the relationship. And I say that because this episode, we got sets. We have the final couple sets from the before times. Yes. And I'm very excited because I loved these shows. These are from our February and March shows. Yes. If you remember those months, which were (laughs) about 17 or 18 years ago. Right. Those are the months when anything seemed possible. Anything, everything, Mm -hmm. the world was open to us all. Yeah. So many people on Twitter using that joke, but just different variations of that joke. Yeah. It's like, we get it, folks. We get it. Every day feels like a million years. We get it. Find a new joke. I don't know. It's never going to get old for me. Oh, that's what I do on Twitter, Naomi. I, I tweet at people. I go, find a new joke. Wow, that's cool. That's <laughs> cool and popular and good. Oh, God. You would, if I was really that guy, you would never have been with me oh, in the God, first no. place. Oh, God, no. But I think I still like you. Nothing like being in choir with somebody for four goddamn months to <laughs> help you, you know, solidify your feelings. Yeah, really. Like you were like, oh, I, I do. You know, I've been around this person twenty four seven. It's uh, terrible, but I still love them. So right, okay. like bored right. as hell, nothing to do, no yeah. way to be distracted, antsy as fuck, and just like you know what, you still cute. <laughs> And that's what matters. But at least this week, you guys, we're coming to you with huge news, though. Huge this news. This week, we did something out in the world. Yeah. We went out into the world. We went to the nearby drive-in. By nearby, we, of course, made 45 minutes away. Honey, we got all the time in the world. We did it. And guess what? Drive-ins suck. He keeps saying that, but I thought it was wonderful. I love it. Because it's called Stockholm Syndrome, Naomi. If you are, if someone has you kidnapped and stuck in a room for three months and then they they bring in an iPad with like iCarly loaded onto it, you're going to be like, oh my God, this iPad full of iCarly episodes is the fucking best thing that Western civilization has ever produced. I feel like I watched that episode on Investigation Discovery. Something about a woman being locked for three months and in, getting in a basement. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. She definitely like she saw it, and it was like you know an episode of The Single Guy, which was a sitcom that was on for a season or two in uh, the nineties, I think. Thank you for Starring clarifying. Jonathan Silverman and Ming Na. Cool, Handy. <laughs> <laughs> Like, literally, okay, the drive-in is actually my preferred, first of all, we parked too far away. I wanted to get closer, so at least we could have more of a screen experience. Yeah. we drove but, 45 minutes away, stayed in a long line, and then eventually got through. And then Yes, and then... I just parked wherever... I know, I know, there's no pressure. But I'm saying, first of all, that's actually the perfect way to watch movies. I don't have to sit next to a stranger. I don't have to worry about there being bed bugs in the seat. Mm-hmm. I could eat a full-on panini press. Which is what we did. And talk during a movie about how I do not respect Kevin James. 
We saw Becky, by the way. That's a movie where Kevin James plays a Nazi. What if what if we were uh, just watching anything? Convict. We were watching anything. We were watching like Groundhog Day, and you just spend the entire time complaining about Kevin James. <laughs> I'll take any excuse. Any excuse, any comedy. You know who thinks he does comedy? Kevin James. God, this this uh Groundhog's Day is such a good movie. You know what would make it terrible? Putting Kevin James in as the lead instead of Bill Murray. <laughs> but it was like it was a short, like it's like, you know, like By the way, of- I I'm gonna break with you. I don't have a problem with Kevin James. That's good. I'm happy for you. You don't have to. We don't have to agree on every we don't have to hate all the same things. Mm-hmm. You, normally we do, and that's pretty much, you know, a big part of what bonds us, but I'll allow it. You know what I mean? I also like don't hate. Hate is a strong word. I just am like, I just am not here for mediocrity and people and, and like mediocre millionaires. You know what I mean? Like mediocre millionaires really, really upset me. Right. I, so personally, as a as a you know a, a Bernie stan, it's <laughs> mediocre billionaires that bother me. Wow. Even lower. I don't like the millionaires. I don't like the billionaires. Yeah. But well, we're um, on the same page. But you didn't. You didn't have fun. You didn't enjoy that. Pro- like I was like, literally, I don't have to be next to another person except for the man I love, and we could eat chips and sandwiches or Skittles. In my case, here's the thing, uh, gentle listeners, about drive-ins. Now, this isn't like the 1950s where you drove up to a, uh, you know, a post and yes. you put like a, a a sound thing. What was it? Yes, that even? I know. It was like a little like transmitter. Yeah, I guess in your yeah. car, you have to turn your radio on and tune it to a certain. Uh, certain band on the FM spectrum, right? <laughs> you make yourself so complicated. You use your car radio. <laughs> you have to turn into a band on the FM spectrum. <laughs> this isn't your daddy's driving. It's your daughter's driving. So we... <laughs> so the entire time, I, I, I would say conservatively for about two-thirds of the movie, I sat there Googling how long until your car battery runs out. Because right. I we don't know. You know. This is the first car we've ever had. I don't know anything about the batteries. I don't. I barely know yeah. how the car functions. I know. I know. I mean, honestly, me neither. So I, I get it. But and right, I, we I'm were just like sweating. We... I'm just like, what happens if the car battery runs out? I don't know what to do. It's a hybrid. Does that is that different? Can we jump it? Whatever that even means. I don't have <laughs> jumper cables. Can we jump it? Yeah, there's jump uh, jumper cables. Yeah, I, I know, know those exist. Ca- I don't know how it works. I know you hook it up to someone else's thing. And now it's it's COVID times. So I don't want to get near another person. I know, I know. So I don't want to if if the car runs out of juice and we have to, and it is possible to use jumper cables. I don't want to have to talk to another person, get near them just to do it. There's anyway, that's all that was going through my head. I could right. not concentrate on Becky, the 13 year old titular character right. of Becky attacking the neo Nazis. Right, 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 right. Honestly. I've never felt more relaxed. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I felt that too. I was worried too because I was like, but I was also like, I mean, no one would be at the drive-in if you couldn't keep your car on. I don't believe that many people own their own portable FM radios. and You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like, no, they can't be. And like, I don't know. Most of the stuff was off in the car. I was like, I can handle playing the radio for 90 minutes. How do you know? I don't know. Listeners. I just trusted and believed. Okay? You, I had to trust and believe. If you know anything about cars... If you know anything about uh, drive-ins, drive-ins. If you know anything about batteries, FM, the FM radio spectrum, please, <laughs> please let us know if if it's safe to keep your radio on for ninety minutes. Or like, you do you just have to like have a full tank of gas? Like, let us know. We need that kind of information. We're dummies. Um, you guys, we do have three hilarious sets for you. But before we get into those sets, 
Hello, housekeeping. Yeah, we'll save some of the housekeeping for our ads, but uh, I'll tell you this. Every Wednesday at 2 p.m. PST, we are putting on a live show for you for free on Twitch at twitch.tv slash couples therapy pod. Let me tell you, folks, it is fun AF. We're having a fudge. (laughs) Fun as fudge. Y'all, it's great. We got comedians sometimes, but always me and Andy. I like to rant about what I hate. Andy does bits. Honestly, come join the CTQC, Couples Therapy Quarantine Crew, yeah. on Twitch. Every uh, every other Free. show, Naomi allows me to write one late night style bit. As if I was a writer on Conan circa 1998. Yep. And it's the same. <laughs> and I have the same <laughs> reaction to it <laughs> as, as I would to a Conan bit from 1998. It's the same hit ratio <laughs> as a bit from Conan 1998. <laughs> Oh, uh, but you know what? You don't have to tune in anywhere else to get some hilarity because today we got three great sets to you. Naomi, who is this first set from? Ooh, this first set is from two queens. Y'all, this is Sydney Washington and Zainab Johnson, comedians, actors, friends. You've seen Zainab on the new show Upload on Amazon. You know Sydney from her podcast, Unofficial Expert on Forever Dog, and her IG show, Cooking with Sid. Get ready for these two. Yes. I love it. From our March show, roll it. Hello, hello. Hey, we're kind of matching, right? A little bit. Sure. Wow. Shade up top. Wow. Every time I do this, Naomi, my partner shades me quick. Okay, that's you, where we you start. You know what it is? She tried the line out before we got on stage, and I negated it then. So, so the fact that it made it up here, I'm surprised. That's all. Well, I was in the back. I was like, we got leather jackets on. That's not what you said. If, then that's a fact, right? Yeah. But... Besides that, it's like not the same at all. Okay, well, they're both great. We both look amazing. So the crowd will agree on that. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Sydney. Hi, Zainab. I don't know how long we've been friends. Um, Seven years to be exact. Okay. (laughs) That's what kind of relationship we have. I'm the obsessed one, so... I, I really love Sydney. <laughs> uh, Sydney, can I say you have anxiety? Is that okay? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I feel it like radiating off of her right now. No, no, no. no. I, not at all. <laughs> I'm on meds right now. I'm good. I'm actually quite calm. Thank you. Uh, well, you know what it is. Okay, so like I met Zainab through another comedian, Will Savins, and uh, I was barking outside of a comedy club. I remember and that. In New York. In New York. You guys know what barking is, right? You guys have watched Crashing on HBO? Right. <laughs> That's a good reference, yes. <laughs> but no one has watched it. So. Okay, great. Uh, okay. <laughs> they got really quiet. They're like, no, like, what is that? Who Pete Holmes, what? I don't know. Okay. They're like, HBO, yeah, we know that. <laughs> um, so I'm like outside, like selling the club to strangers on the street, and this goddess comes. She has no hair, bald. Oh, just I was bald as fuck. Stunning. <laughs> just wa- Amazonian, just ama- shoulders, clavicles, everything. <laughs> 
And I wish I had him out tonight. What? My shoulders in my clavicle. Oh, follow her. Follow her on Instagram, <laughs> and then go back like seventy-four weeks. That's when she had her clavicles out. But she she's walking down the street, and uh, Will's like, "Do you do you know Zainab? She's a comedian too." And I was like, "There, there's no way she's a comedian. She." looks incredible. That's and, so nice of her, right? And at the time, I had forgot that I looked incredible, too. I was like, I am also a comedian, but wow, Zainab. I knew this story was getting to you looking incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I was waiting for you to say, I was, you know, I paused No, 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 that. but you know, that was one of my first thoughts, not to be like, oh my God, black girls are great and we rock and we're beautiful, but we are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I did think that. Like, I didn't think there's no way you could be a comedian because that's just, oh, you know, that's just like an old way, of, right? Like, yeah. who? Um, but I did think, wow, that's such a beautiful girl. That's what I thought. And, and, and then I didn't think about you at all after that. Oh, so. okay. I went straight to YouTube. I was like, oh my God, let me see her stand up. It was perfect. <laughs> I um, can, can I tell them the story about, I know you want to tell this story. <laughs> no, 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 no. Me, but she wants me to bring it up. So <laughs> <laughs> she wants to tell it so bad, no, but no, I no. need to give her permission. No, go. The avocado story, right? Don't yeah. you want to? Oh, tell she wants the story. <laughs> Ooh, are you not into avocados, miss? Oh, yeah, you got to hear the story. It's a really... I want you to be enthused about it. Okay, let me let me let me start by saying this. Has Zainab it, is like the most <laughs> She is a queen. She is so bougie. She's she has like nice sheets. Like she's top top shelf, top of the line adult. My like most adulting friend. Okay, go. Go. Tell him. Let me start by saying this. Yeah. You guys ever have a restaurant? It's like your go-to place. Yeah. You like, when my friends come to town, I'm going to take them to that place. Yeah. This place always does shit right and good. And anybody that comes to visit, we go into that place. And then you take your friends to that place, and that's the day your place decides to fuck shit up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as a very nice gesture, I take Sydney and another friend of ours, Marie, yeah. who also lives in New York. I'm like, yo, let's go to this breakfast place, right? Are we going to shout them out? What's the name? I forgot. I, see, I ain't been back since. So that's true. You did <laughs> What's the name say, of the place? Was Jam? Blue, oh, Blue Jam. Blue Jam. Everybody knows Blue Jam, We're right? Shout it out. Okay, you guys know. So y'all going to know this motherfucking story? Okay, <laughs> tell them. So I say to them because as Sydney told y'all earlier, they be broke. Um, so <laughs> wait, me be broke? Or? Well, you just talked about me having nice sheets, so no. I just assume we all assume you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi, <laughs> how much time do we have? <laughs> wow. So, you know, I'm a read in between the lines type of person. I'm financially unstable, <laughs> but I'm physically wealthy. So, okay. Let's get it right. <laughs> so, me being a person who is now in LA, you know, and comfortable, I'm like, let me take my friends for breakfast, my treat, and I say it, right? I Up say top. my treat, because you know they the type that's going to be like, yeah, we going, but is, is she playing? Do you know if she playing? No, like that? that's a lie. <laughs> say now, you're going to sit up here and no, tell let these me tell you, let lies. me tell you who they are. Let me tell you who they are. Oh, if they think wow. they pay and they ordering regular subpar shit, but then. <laughs> 
<laughs> then Wait. when you pay the bill, they like, okay, can I see the menu one more time? Wait. Okay, this is Blue Jam. This is not the Carlisle. Like, what no, are you talking we, about? We're just talking about your behavior. Oh, okay. Yes, she's right then. She's right. That's, <laughs> that's factual. Actually. Long, long story short, they get what they get and they're enjoying it. And I order the same thing every single time I go. I'm, I'm a very picky eater. But I also feel like if I'm going out and paying for it, it should be right. That's just how I feel, right? Because <laughs> if it's not, I could just stay at home and make it not right for myself. I used to be a waitress. This is aggressive. This is triggering. I don't know. I <laughs> Like in the tone is, is she is, is she? No, you need to stay but home. This is yeah. how. <laughs> yeah, you do. Absolutely. <laughs> this 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 is how picky I know I am. When I say when I greet a wait a server, you guys like being called servers. Sure. <laughs> sure, Zainab. I mean, you just said it. I'm just capitalizing on what I said. Waitress. Oh well, I upped your status. Oh. <laughs> The woman in the front said no. So, and she's got a nice swoop of bang, so I'm with her. Well, when I see a waitress, I always say, how are you? I, I make sure that they feel seen. And then... I'm gonna head out. That is... And then... <laughs> And then, because I know I'm about to be changing shit and asking for shit, I say, okay. I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna change a couple of things. I, like, I, I, I let you know, I put a disclaimer out so you could take a breath and get ready for me. It's no surprises. Anyway, I ordered the same thing. I, or, I always order an egg white scramble with like spinach, jalapeno, um, maybe to mushrooms, and I always say, can I have the avocado on the side? Because they do the dumb shit. They cook the avocado in the motherfucking... <laughs> Everyone in the back is like, yeah. No, What's wrong with no, that? No, nobody's saying that. They just like... Oh, you no, are? Oh. oh, this is not my demo. So yeah, see? That's what that is. <laughs> I can't relate to this crowd. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not yeah. hitting right tonight. No, avocado, you can't do shit to avocado, but eat it and put a little bit of lemon on it. That's all you could do to avocado. They cook the shit, so I always say, could you put it on the side, right? So I, I feel like if somebody asks for a side of avocado, what do you do? You open up the avocado, you slice a little bit, you put it on the side, right? That seemed easy to me, but again, I've never been a waitress. shit just ain't rocket science. I'm like, it's, what is hard about? I'd rather just slice the avocado than have an argument with a patron. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, that seems very easy to me. The waitress actually doesn't make the food. That's the chef. So. I'm sure Blue Jam ain't got no chef, but, um... <laughs> Leave that in there. Leave that in there. <laughs> so, they bring me what, how did they bring me the avocado? How did, like, tell it from your perspective, because you was dying inside. Yes. Um, they put it in a little ramekin, and it was, like, mushed up. <laughs> that, that, it so was, so it hold was... on a second. Hold on a second. The fact that y'all had that reaction lets me know we don't even have to tell no more of the story. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was. That's not up. even no picky shit, right? Yeah. That's just, like, what you expect me to do with this? Yeah. I didn't ask for unflavored guacamole. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was, yeah. So I'm like, 
I so so I didn't even you see how you see how we was like ugh. I didn't even do that. I said, excuse me. Oh no no no. Excuse me. <laughs> it was in your face. It wasn't in your voice, it was in your face. Like, oh, you didn't got something fucked up. Uh, let me co come on over here for a sec. Yeah. Honestly, I was surprised because I go there so often. I was so surprised. I'm like, on a day that we got company, <laughs> why y'all bringing out smashed avocado? Listen, I had ordered like French toast or whatever. I couldn't even eat my French toast. Like it was ruined. The whole, the whole scenario messed everything up. I felt so bad. Let me let's finish. Let's finish. What okay, happened. so she I punched the waiter in the face. No, I'm no, kidding. no. I'm so, so no, you go. You do it. This year, because I like to hear it from like the out. You know, I like to see any. Okay, so I said, could you? I said I asked for it on the side. And so I think the waiter may have said, oh, that is on the side. And so I know you saying, oh, waiters don't do shit. See, waiters, what, what his response should have been was, let me check on that for you. Right? Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. What is it? Is this not on the side? Let me understand what it is that you're requesting. He was like, oh, that is on the side. <laughs> Yeah, that was your face, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. I said, no, I meant like um, just sliced, like just regular avocado, just like sliced on the side of the plate. That's it. Um, he was like, so he goes, he goes, okay. He says, okay, I'll be right there. It was actually a woman, just. Oh, was it? It was, it was a, woman. a woman. The manager was a man. Yes. Yes. The manager was a oh, man. Oh, she let him have it. Yeah. She was cool. That's why with in the my waitress. mind I skipped ahead because the waitress, I didn't give her no problem. Yeah. But the manager, she, so she left, right? Yeah. And then the manager came back. Because you were like, I need to speak to the manager. Well, sometimes you just got to exercise your privilege. Yeah. Um, it was like she had like a glass of rose with ice in it and she was just sifting it like, let me speak to the manager. But you, <laughs> you know what's crazy? All y'all can attest, you don't want to feel that way when you're just trying to have breakfast, right? It's like... No, the white women are like, yeah, no, we do that. That's... What are you talking... We totally understand what you're saying. <laughs> Look at them laughing. They're like, <laughs> she's so funny. She gets us. <laughs> so the manager, he comes back and... While I love my LGBTQ plus community, yes, sometimes the men they come with the they come ready to fight. You know what I'm saying? It's like they inner yeah. some, they inner woman comes out ready to fight you, and you got to be like, put her back in. But and I saw your that, face. He knew what you were about to give, though. That's why he was ready to go toe to toe. He didn't see my face. I was. He, he can feel the energy, face. though. Saying, we, me and Marie didn't even speak. For Marie to not speak, that bitch talked. So, like, <laughs> she was just, like, looking at the floor, talking to the flies, like... She, she actually was just downing her French toast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Marie didn't give a fuck. She was like, I mean, mine's is good. So. <laughs> yeah, she actually... <laughs> that is fact, Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, as I've said multiple times up here, I've never been a waitress or a manager of any restaurant. Okay, brag. Wow. 
I just I just feel like certain shit is just so easy. I don't give a fuck what you want. Sliced avocado? Let's get her some sliced avocado. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if it's so fuck. easy, you could just do it at home. Yeah, no, I, 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 but, but let me, if I, if I truly worked at a, I would, look, Trader Joe's is on every block. Let me go get this bitch some avocado because she <laughs> need avocado in her life. Like, who, you know, I'm one of those people, when people do fucked up shit in life, usually I be like, mm, they got to deal with being ugly every day. Let me just let them Wow. Go. Or, Whatever the this is her is. energy that she was given at Blue Jam. <laughs> She's like ugly manager. Like no, I get it, just, but also give me my avocado right. Just know I'm upfront about this energy. Sydney will say it behind your back. Um, <laughs> Naomi, is that true? <laughs> wow, you don't even have my back. <laughs> so. Wow. So this is where the story gets it. This is where it gets intense. The manager says, "Okay, let me get you that avocado." Right? First, he fights with me for a bit. Yes, right? he does. And, and and what I say to him, I asked. I said, "He said we always do this." Now you know when you go to see everybody here been to Blue Jam. That's why y'all looking like. So just so y'all know, when I had the energy, I'm, I'm having the energy like uh, maybe I've been living in the twilight fucking zone this whole time. <laughs> Because every single time I come here, they just slice the avocado on it. It's, it's such an easy request. So I just want to wait. Hold on. Are y'all on her team? I just want to hear. Because I can't. Oh. Oh, okay. I get it. All right. All right. So. So. <laughs> it's because you guys are from L.A. New York, we lucky if our food is clean. Like, this is. This is LA energy, like, oh, it's gotta be perfect and sliced and stuff. We in New York, we glad that like a rat didn't run over it. So I'm born and raised in New York and that's not true. Um, I have the same standards everywhere, which is why I'm no longer allowed in Iowa. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I just named a random state. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it seemed inappropriate. <laughs> so he the manager, he fights with me a little bit and he goes off and says, okay, I'm gonna get you a new side of avocado. And I say, thank you. And I'm thinking our day will continue as regularly scheduled, mm -hmm. right? Mm. <laughs> Oof. Don't you know he brought me a new, what did you call it? Ramekin. Ramekin of smashed avocado. <laughs> Freshly, hold on a second. Freshly sliced, then diced, then smashed. Yes. That means that somebody was like, she just wanted sliced, but fuck it. Let's dice it. Let's smash it. Let's put it in a ramekin. Because we don't want this customer to return. Yeah. <laughs> well, it worked. Like, like, <laughs> it worked. <laughs> Touche, Blue Jam. <laughs> isn't that insulting for them to do more work to displease you? Yo, we haven't been out to eat since. I'm telling y'all now. Uh, Sydney doesn't recall, but we did go out to eat again after that, which is why I talked about her anxiety, because we went out to eat at Laurel Hardware here. Oh, right? yes. See, I know a bunch, right? We listen. Yeah. We don't listen to her. Just listen to me. Um, no, listen to her. I'm sorry. Yeah. So... <laughs> Thank you. I, I ordered like a fish or something that, that wasn't very good. Um, <laughs> I was like, yo, let's get to check and go now. Let's just go. Sydney, I, 
Cindy was starving. She ordered mad shit. In the moment, I, like when I taste the fish and I was like, but I wasn't even like I wasn't urgent or nothing. I just put my fork down. Like it was, was what else is going on, Sydney? She was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like the flashback of like blue PTSD, jam. That's what I had. <laughs> that's what I had. She was like, I, I'm not even hungry anymore. I can I, And I was like, Ooh. Naomi, I'm with you. Okay, thank yes, you. you. Anyway, this is our great friendship and. <laughs> I'm so lucky to be your friend, and obviously I, I look up to you, and I'm so glad that you answer my FaceTime every time. You want to go get something to eat? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Hey, friends. Just wanted to break in real quick. You don't even have to hit the fast-forward 15 seconds, because this will be over. This will be, it's like... Uh, Quicksilver and The Flash having a picnic together. But I want to let you know we have t-shirts for sale. If you go to CouplesTherapy.MerchNow.com, we've got two designs. One, our new couch logo. Two, the Gotta Miss a Bitch t-shirt. I'm in, Guys, you know me. You've heard the show before. You know all I've ever wanted was cool-looking merch. I don't want to exploit the listeners. I want you to be able to buy cool stuff. I don't want to just slap some bullshit on uh, Gildan, which is a type of t-shirt <laughs> brand, and... Uh, and uh, send you on your merry way. I want you to have cool looking stuff. You said they wouldn't have to fast forward 15 <laughs> seconds, Andrew. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what? Uh, go to CouplesTherapy.MerchNow.com. Get some t-shirts. That's about it. Here's the rest of the show. And we're back. Woo. Naomi. You know, how, how often? She's been on the show couple times now right yeah like three four yeah with marie with larry just now on twitch with larry yeah with zainab i'll always i want Sid to come around every day yeah she's wonderful i mean she's so sweet cheekbones for days loving her heart <laughs> we talk about wellbutrin what more could you need from a friend ah <laughs> uh, now uh we have another set from our march show yes this is this is the last show this is as the pandemic was dawning mm-hmm. i remember specifically we were all like looking at each other like should we shake hands can we hug i know still? like wiping down the microphone wiping down the mics with disinfectant wipes but here we were doing comedy honey we were holding on like the band on the titanic we said we gotta do one more <laughs> show um yeah. and this next set is perfect we got friends patty harrison and luke null love you know luke from SNL, you know Patty from shows like Shrill, I Think You Should Leave, and Search Party. And these two go way, way back. I did not know that. And it was I so wonderful not, to hear. I did not know that. I was not aware of that. Some weird and wild stuff. Who's that? That's my version of Dana Carvey doing uh, Johnny Carson. Wow. Okay. 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 All right. Oh, God. Blessings. Uh, Why don't me. we give Someone you- help me. Roll uh, it. How how is everyone? That's really nice. That's really nice. Really excited. This is uh, Patty Harrison is a very good friend of mine. She's been a very good friend of mine since um, I cast her in Im- in college improv um, in two thousand nine. So. Yeah, we've been friends um, a long time. We went to school together. We went sure. to Ohio University in Athens, Ohio. Is anybody any Bobcats in the house? <laughs> that's Hillary. Go Cats! That's cardiac that's Cats. My friend. She's here. That's really cool that you're here. Thank you for being here tonight. Thank you for being here. Um, it's just, it was exciting to me to be able to come up here and tell some stories 
of, of shared experiences that we've had just because I care so much about Patty and I love Patty so much and um, I've seen her grow so much. Wow, that's really nice. I really love uh, Luke a lot too. Um, he's very formative in um, kind of me uh, discovering that I wanted to do comedy and um, in Ohio, it doesn't really seem like there's a lot of those opportunities mm -hmm. uh, necessarily or you, you're kind of, I guess, in the Midwest um, or more rural areas taught to kind of like downsize your dreams a little bit. Yeah. So Be realistic. Yeah. And it was cool to me. Um, we never thought we'd be here in a bar. <laughs> be serious. Hi. And uh, Patty, I know when Patty walked in and uh, to that improv audition, which broken as a concept. Um, <laughs> when she came in, I went, you know what? This kid has something. I did, I think I just did an impression of Kristen Wiig doing Bjork on us now. <laughs> and I was like, I just you booked it, it, kid. Yeah. You booked but, it. Um, but I think like what like three other people did, um, Christopher Walken impressions. So. People came in locked and loaded. Yeah. With the Christopher um, Walken impressions. And we had to start saying, hey, don't do anything racist. We had to start saying that up top in the auditions. We're like, shouldn't have to say this. <laughs> We're going to get it out up top. Uh, don't be uh, overtly racist. Really yeah. bury your racism. But, but it's Ohio, so it's kind of built on racism. So you kind of have to be like, you can't blame them. It's true. Um, so many fond memories together making art. Yeah. I think, well, I would say that like, um, it really was, I, I went to OU to uh be originally I wanted to design cars and then I kind of was like this isn't working and then I was trying to maybe figure out like a theater major or something and that wasn't working but then I started improv and you're you were like a uh, like a census like geo geo geography Thank you so much Patty yes I did graduate from Ohio University with a, a bachelor's of sciences in geographic information systems Thank you so much Thank you so much. I'm still paying um, off that, that degree. I've never used it. It was a profound waste of money, but not a waste of time because I, I, I found my voice. That's true. I found mine there too, and it was really cool to find our voices together. I didn't know I wanted to do comedy professionally until I went to college and started improv, and um, it was really interesting because... Um, I really think that we had a great we had a great college improv troupe. Like I know a lot of people say that, but we had the we were very lucky in that we Some of we, the greats. Yeah, some we well, we had our coach was uh doing a masters program at uh in the theater school mm -hmm. where we're from. So, um he just like really and he was from Chicago, so it was this mm -hmm. very like organic style of cool uh improv that was like really I think bonded us outside of improv and it made improv seem so magical and mm -hmm. like spiritual and beyond just yes. performing on stage and doing comedy and making jokes I think we could there you really let people in yeah uh, and I will say um, we, we got to be pretty cool on campus I think know? yeah okay well um, and I, it was a testament this is not a joke our shows we had our shows were every Thursday and we had like 300 people coming to our shows out. every week in the like mm -hmm. in this giant seminar yeah. uh, space it was really amazing and yeah. I think it because we were really good yeah I think it's okay to say 
Do yes. you, I think we could probably do some imp- of our trademark Before OU we do, improv. I'd like to set up some of the other situations. We got a lot of great opportunities from doing improv in college um, yeah. because of how funny and how keyed in some of our improv scenes, long form improv scenes <laughs> were. <laughs> Um, we, we, uh, one of our favorite places that we actually got to perform was at uh, the opening of uh, an abandoned mall. <laughs> and it was in a room that was, I'm going to say, eight times the size of this room. You're remembering it wrong okay. because it was not abandoned. There were just only about three stores and then it skyrocketed to close to six to seven stores after that <laughs> opening. With the availability for, I'm going to say, 20 stores. Uh, so yes. there was a lot of empty stores well there were there were a lot of empty stores mm-hmm. but those uh empty stores were filled with you guessed it uh rotting furniture rotting furniture <laughs> mm-hmm. so where are you gonna put that stuff you know they needed that space exactly um and then they asked us to perform improv there on handheld mics which is that's how you want it to well, start out to, to well to their credit it was handheld mics on stands that was on a stage that was how big do you think the stage is? It was much smaller than you say? the stage. I think, well, I think it was maybe, I think the stage that we were performing on was six feet by three feet. Uh-huh. It and was it an was, impossibility to do improv it was comedy on. Two, and it was two different pieces. Mm-hmm. It was like, that what are, what are, in the middle. what are those, um, what Risers. are, no, no, what do forkli- forklifts pick up? Pallets. Pallets. So it was like, Two pallets stacked on top of each other, and then two other pallets stacked on top of each mm-hmm. other, and it was put together. And then the microphones on the stands were placed at the line of the pallets so that anytime you moved on either side of the stage, it did this. Uh, and there was a lot of feedback. There was zero people watching this show. It felt like, like The Shining, like it was like an abandoned like conference room pretty much yeah um, but there was one woman who walked in when well we there were, there we was start the show the people that were there there's like um a lot of um, mall walkers there um and a lo- the thing that was really interesting about our school is that um there was like it, it's in athens county mm-hmm. which i i it might still be one of the, the, the poorest county, county in, in the united states yeah a lot of divide between the town and the gown um, it, it was very, there were like townies, people who had like grown up in, in Athens and then there were the college students, which like for the most part, Ath- or, uh, OU Athens is like pretty progressive. So, um, blue dot, it, there was, a, there was some tension, um, but there were a lot of like locals that would walk around mm-hmm. and I remember there was one woman who was wearing, she had, was taking a break from walking sure. and she was in a, f- a, a full like. Not velour, but like a red tracksuit, and it was really fuzzy. Adidas and tracksuit. Hmm? Just adding flavor text to it. <laughs> Just jumping in. Um, well, it was it was fuzzy, and then so our friend Emily, who was on our team, was like, "Does anybody have a suggestion? No one has a suggestion." And so she looked at the woman who was sitting, and she was actually sitting kind of facing away from us, and was kind of doing this like she wasn't watching us. Purpose. She was simply like, resting from her exercise. Yeah. Um, and then, and so our friend Emily was like, fuzzy red pants. We're going to use that as a suggestion, fuzzy red pants. You're wearing fuzzy red pants. We'll use that. Yeah. And she um, pulled her body out of the chair and was like, Ugh, and walked away. And then we didn't have an audience. But that was kind of one of our premiere events. That was a premiere event. And I would say, if we could give you guys a bit of a taste test of where we were at then, just so you guys understand that we were... We were, it was, we were with it. We were uh, good for a college improv troupe. For, for a college improv <laughs> yeah. troupe 
you could describe us as bicoastal. Yeah. yeah. In, in Ohio. We were very um, with it. Well, could we, could we get a word? Could we maybe get a suggestion of any word at all? So you're wearing red pants. So we're going to take red pants. We're not. Okay, we won't take that. We're not going to take red pants. We're not going to take that. So Actually, sorry that your suggestion not valid. <laughs> wait, name a place where two people would meet to, um, to talk after breaking up. Mm-hmm. Okay, I heard, a, I heard a park. Did someone say pop art? We're not doing that. An aquarium is being... I don't want that one. Okay, not an aquarium. <laughs> so park, we're going to... Park. park. Do you have any suggestions? I think I, I'll, I'll go with park. Okay. Okay. So should we, we should probably do this on the mic because they're, yeah. <laughs> it's part of it. Okay. I'm doing my best to kind of put myself in my uh, eight, 19-year-old brain of when I was doing a long form in college. So this is how I'd usually start a scene. I'm gay. I don't care if you're fucking pregnant. Shut the fuck up, bitch. 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 Let me dig the let me dig the zygote out of you. Let me dig the zygote out of your corpse. Oh, oh yeah. Mind oh, dementia. We should be fucking. Mind dementia. Mind dementia. Okay, and so this is the part, and then maybe the next 40 minutes we'd be speaking in a patois. We'd be doing patois. Yeah. We would be do- and, then, and here's the thing though, and we would have good form though because we would call the patois back in the next scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But this time we'd be babies, and then there would be an attacker in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, um, but you know, we had other memories outside of that. How are we on time? We got time for a, a, a nugget of a, 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 a some some just some innocent stories outside well, of improv. Yeah, we, can't we all be funny I, games. yeah. We, I mean, I I like musical comedy a lot now, and I do it a lot now. And Luke does too. Absolutely, he's amazing. He's amazing singer and musician beyond comedy. No, you, no, you huh? are. I'm really not. I can She's only great. use the computer. Lots of good um, hits. Um, but yeah, I mean, I. One of my favorite songs of yours. Because I love your music, especially in college. Um, Patty made this amazing track uh, that's a bit of an earworm, so apologies in advance. Um, <clears throat> and my favorite song of yours was called Top Shelf Diva. Um, and I, if you could maybe sing, if, we, if you wouldn't mind, m- maybe me starting and you taking it over from me. Okay. Um, okay, and it's, it started like, uh, and there was a thumping, droning uh, bass beat behind it, so... She's a top shelf diva. She only drinks that good stuff. She's a top shelf diva. She only drinks the best. She's, She's a, a top shelf diva. She only drinks the good stuff. She's a top shelf diva. She only drinks the best. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't actually sang that song in like seven years. Um, Luke ha- Luke ha- was very prolific and mm-hmm. wrote a lot of songs, it's and true. so he wrote this one song that was really great. And um, mm-hmm. but um, it was called Pussy Clap, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and the, the thing about Luke that has always been uh, endearing to me and has made him one of my lifelong friends is that uh, we've had so many amazing conversations in his room for growth, and uh, yeah, this song was called Pussy Clap, and it was about 
um, women making their pussy claps. In uh, what in your 19-year-old brain, he wrote a line that was, um, uh, every, "Every pre-op tranny, future pussy clap." And I, uh, when I came out as trans, he stopped doing the song. I feel like I stopped doing it That's bef- so sweet. way before that. Um. But in my brain, so I'm I'm kind of a I'm I'm. I'm. I would say I'm a, like a narcissist. That's true. Um, so to me, time changes around kind of my emotional journey, and I thought that was so sweet. You were a fundamental part in me learning, changing, and growing, uh, and 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 not writing songs um, that that do and say those kinds of things. Yeah. But well, what what I will say now, as a 29-year-old trans woman, to uh, travel back through the tunnel, if I could, to that uh, 19-year-old Luke, I would say, as a pre-op tranny, I think that's an amazing line. Thank Thank you so much. Hey, girl, hey, it's Naomi, here to just come in for a second and tell you that we have a Patreon. If you enjoy the show, if you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod and you will get two bonus episodes a month for the low, low price of $5. I know times are tight, no pressure, but if you got it, you want to show some love, hit us up. We have a real fun time on the Patreon. Just me, Andy, spilling tea, sitting surrounded by animals. You'll love it. We spill tea on the page. We spill tea on the page. All right. I'll let you get back to these hilarious sets. And we're back, you guys. We're back, and you know what else you get this time? You never before have had this experience. A third set! Third, 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 third. third set! I like that we're on the same page. Um, <laughs> You guys, see guys, look, hold on, hold on. Everyone, everyone, just so we're clear. Look, I may be the goofier one in public. We are equally goofy, I would say. I would say, Naomi, you just, you are the cooler customer of the two. Maybe. I mean, I think I'm... No, I think we're equally goofy, but I think it's more like my goofy is a little more basic. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I your goofy say, is like a reference to, you know, Dana Carvey doing Johnny Carson. Uh, I was going to say uh, acceptable. You're like, my goofiness is a little more dot, 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 acceptable. Oh, okay. Just a little more... I think Palatable. Exce- accessible. Maybe. Love acceptable. It. Love it. So who's this last set from? This last set is from our dear friends, Nick Turner and Nick Vatterot. Actual... Actual dear friends. I know. Nick Vatter. Nope. Nick Turner lives near us. What a blessing. You guys. Yeah. If you find out where we live, you can find out where Nick lives. <laughs> Nick and Nick are hosts of the podcast Get Rich Nick, where they try various schemes to make money and talk about it. And this set is definitely one of those times. Get into it. Roll it. I didn't notice that you didn't chant one more duo. What the fuck? <laughs> Why did you want to start this relationship off on a bad foot? I am mad at you. That's different than most of my shows. That's a reverse. Finally, There's... I have all the power. <laughs> Where should I put this? <laughs> hey, is the, I, I, wanted, I hopped up here because I wanted the one Dwayne licked. <laughs> Yeah, one. yeah, that's a good one. Mm. All right. One more duo. It's a little clunky. I one think that more was the duo. With it. So we're the hosts of Get Rich Nick, 
And um, it's uh, our names are Nick. So <laughs> I guess that's all. That's uh, all I, I have for that. Get rich quick. We do get rich quick schemes every week. A different way to make money quickly. And our names are Nick. I don't know if I said that. Um, but we wanted to talk about um, our a couple of our favorite ways to get rich that we've done. Nick, yeah. you haven't talked yet. There is, I think I mistimed an, ed- uh, an edible. And uh, I think, uh, yeah. Can I say my favorite thing about this show, about the way that Naomi and Andy host, is that Naomi stands in the middle of the stage and Andy, Andy stands off to the side. And it, that tells me everything about their relationship that I need to know. I imagine at home, Naomi is fully sleeping in the middle of the bed. Arms out. Am I right? All right. No, they don't agree. All right, Nicholas. Uh, we went to uh, Tijuana to make some money. Yeah, we wanted to make some money being drug mules. Yeah. So we read about it. it. Always looks so. It always goes so great in every movie I ever see. Um, <laughs> every documentary, drug mule. It was, and it worked out. That's, that's never the last scene. Like those movies, they always start. It's like, it's like uh, you know. This is how it all started. <laughs> Before I ran an empire, becoming the biggest drug cartel man in history. And, and it never ends. And they never got me. <laughs> I have so much money, and everyone I know is alive. <laughs> uh, we, um, we didn't know exactly what drugs to get. Um, the bad ones. Yeah. That's, all, that's all we knew. Do you have any... <laughs> Nick walked in, so we got we went to Tijuana, and Nick walked into the a, a pharmacy, and they said, "Hi, how can we help you?" And then Nick said, "What do you got?" Yeah. Yeah. He goes, "What do you need?" He goes, "What do you need?" I go, "What do you got?" What Which do you is got? Not how here? doctors work. Yeah. The Mexican pharmacies <laughs> do not love Nick's humor. I just thought you go to the doctors. So what's been hurting you? I don't know. What 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 could hurt me? What uh, <laughs> what are my options? What are the other patients saying? Yeah, they're sick. Yeah, I'm sick. Sure. Oh yeah, my fucking knees all fucked up. Uh. I'll take a coronavirus, please. <laughs> One coronavirus for me. Um, yeah, and so we uh, we we wanted to get some Adderall, and so our big plan was we were going to buy a ton of Adderall. Bring it back here and sell it to you guys tonight. Um, so we did. The best who, merch table. Who was? <laughs> they've got our pictures. And uh, we're on. gonna be selling some prescription medicine after the show. So um, yeah, we got some knee braces. Uh, what else? Do we so the <laughs> snuck pro- in some fruit. <laughs> we didn't want to um, get fucked over, and so we decided we. Oh, we, well, immediately we learned that... We didn't want to get fucked over sneaking <laughs> drugs back across the border. Immediately... Man, we, I have the worst luck. <laughs> Mexico my, really my business me. smuggling. Um, we found out Adderalls were like $22 a pill, which immediately, that's too much to start yeah. an empire. Yeah. Uh, and so We had we, enough for half a pill. We decided to buy one pill yeah. and split, split it. it. Just to see if it worked. Yeah. And then we went and ate 14 tacos mm-hmm. and had no idea if it worked or not. 
Well, no, we also smoked weed. We that was the main reason weed. we don't know if it works. And then we got some micheladas. <laughs> yeah, we drank and we smoked weed, and then and we're like, well, I'm like I, feel I don't great, know. I guess. Yeah, I don't feel very productive right now. Right. Honestly, I could take a nap. Um, and then it got to the point of how to bring it back across the border, and I don't know if it was the prescription pills or the weed or well, the tacos, but I we decided that to just buy one each because mm-hmm. we had to smuggle something mm-hmm. for the podcast. So we each bought. <laughs> We each bought one pill yeah. that we were going to attempt to that's smuggle. That's the right. That's how you do it. You go and you do a test one, right? <laughs> Who's tr- any drug smugglers here? Anybody? It's not working. They're not buying it. Six or seven. <laughs> FBI in the van. Go! Let's get out of here. Go! Go! They're on us. Trash it all. They're just smashing. <laughs> so my idea was um, to smuggle mine because we each had our own approach. My idea was I was going to uh, put it in my pocket. And uh, walk across the border. I thought, I thought you were out of your mind. <laughs> I don't that think was the craziest one thing pill is going to even register in a pat-down. Yeah. Nick was a little more worried. I saw a giant thing of mayonnaise in a store, and I was like, what if I put it in the middle of the mayonnaise and just take that across the border? Because they would have to stick their hand. <laughs> you, you think a giant thing of mayonnaise is like what is at Costco? This thing was like six times the size. Yeah. And as it was a great deal for mayonnaise. It's not, it's not like four pesos for the mayonnaise. This mayonnaise, like when they're was, almost yeah. out of mayonnaise, you yeah. fully have to stick your whole yeah. arm in the yeah. mayonnaise. Like a worm, there's another jar, there's a regular sized jar of mayonnaise in the bottom of the mayonnaise. That's how big it is. That's like, the, that's like the prize. Does your mayonnaise have prizes? How come they only do that with cereal? There should be Does prizes your mayonnaise, in my mayonnaise. have a squeeze bottle in yeah. the bottom? Oh, look, it's a whistle. So then... When you finish the mayonnaise, there's a whistle. So then what's your plan? Um, so that's, that was the plan, to go buy the mayonnaise. And then and also he was going to be like... Because I was like, if he's like, why do you have a mayonnaise? I was going to say I was a YouTuber. Well, what was your plan <laughs> with the mayonnaise and the pill? Wait, what? Well, You, you were going to stick the pill in the mayonnaise. In the middle yeah, of the you mayonnaise. you missed that part. Yeah, take, open it up. Pill goes middle of the mayonnaise. And then if they, you know, if he was just like, why do you got this mayonnaise? I'd be like, I was a YouTuber. And my plan was, I, was, I wanted him to do a video. <laughs> and I wanted to pre- be like, yeah, I'm one of those, I'm one of those YouTuber assholes. And, uh, and then I wanted to make Those it, real pricks. Yeah, those real pieces of shit. I have shit. no respect for what I do. <laughs> I respect the art of stand-up comedy. <laughs> uh, you really got to tread the boards. Okay, you hit Chicago. Then you go to New York. You really learn your craft. Then you come to L.A. Then you smuggle pills through mayonnaise. Sorry, that's just me, but I'm a YouTube fuckwad. A real bottom-of-the-barrel sucktard. Sorry, it was a little backstory. Nick loves these guys, and uh, <laughs> I just wanted to do a video and be like, oh, what's up, everybody? Because that's how every, <laughs> sure. everyone starts like that. What's up? So my wife asked me to go get some mayonnaise, so I went and got some. I didn't tell her it was in Tijuana. <laughs> uh, wife, I love you, but you just got YouTubed. <laughs> and that would be my excuse for smuggling drugs. That was my cover. My cover for sneaking this mayonnaise in. But yeah. the, man- the, the mayonnaise store was closed. This guy would have beaten you to death way before the video ended. I don't need this. You're done. But I thought that Nick's biggest problem was that he wanted to stick the pill. Just He wanted to take the pill out of the bag because he thought the bag would be suspicious. If someone had fully looked through the mayonnaise, yeah. found a, one pill, like a he'd loose... be like, my one question is, why is it in a tiny bag? <laughs> so, just a loose, just one loose pill in the mayonnaise? Which, the bag is going to give it away. 
if you find a bag in mayonnaise, that gives it away. The pill. You're like, there's probably a pill in this bag. Would immediately dissolve. And then, whenever you have like some writing to do, you have to make a thousand sandwiches <laughs> just to catch a little buzz. I'm just that's my Adderall. I'm trying to study. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, these uh, you got all your work done, but these pages are ruined. <laughs> There's mayonnaise everywhere. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So that was an episode we yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, do you want to talk about Prices Right? Yeah, let's talk right. about um, So we had an, an idea. The most foolproof idea to make money yet uh, is was to be a guest on The Prices Right. Um, there's nothing more easy to make money at. Um, so Nick had a roommate. A roommate? My old, yeah, my old roommate from college. Guy I've known since high, uh, high school and grade school. Got on The Prices Right when he first moved out here. And then we did an sh- episode where we asked, how did, what, how did you get yeah. on? What do you think you did that got you on? Yeah, so he was like, he was like a Midwest musician. And that's what he said. Because they don't want L.A. pieces of shit. <laughs> they don't want YouTube fucknots jamming up their mayonnaise. <laughs> In the um, interview, they're like, yeah. uh, uh, so what do you do? What's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you're going to talk? When- <laughs> um, all right, so, uh, so our... So they, they, yeah, he told us the story, and so we got some tips about just to be personable and not say you, you live in L.A. Uh, and then uh, we get to the studio, but Nick works on the lot of The Price is Right for a show that actually tapes on the stage of The Price is Right. He yeah. is, he, he's the head writer for The Price is Right. Um, <laughs> what if, uh, here's a pitch, uh, seven dubs. <laughs> no, it's a comedy show. Um, I, I I don't know why he doesn't want to say it, but um, oh, you know, I, I work at real time. Yes, uh, uh, real time with Bill, Bill Mayhew. Yeah, Mayhew. Uh, it's Bill. Right. Um, yes. and uh, yeah, it's right on the line. I can't win. I can't win anything because it's the that's like the one thing. So we're all which, worried. by the way, yeah. I don't know. I just everywhere we go. I just loved it. Like, I know you didn't want to get political, no. but uh, <laughs> here we go. Uh, no, nah, let's not do it. All right, let's just get it. The Price is Right. I, I just love that if you're a cameraman at The Price is Right, you can't do The Price is Right. But then, like, yeah, because you had it too good like, for too long. Yeah, Trump can be like, my daughter's in charge of all the libraries. Too political. Yeah. Too, this is a Trump crowd. <laughs> if I know anyone. So we're just, everywhere we go, they're like, do you know anyone who works at The Price is Right? Do you know anyone who works at CBS? Do you know anyone who works at television? Anyone with a television. And then every time I'm going to be like, no, no, I, 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 what's TV? I thought this was a Broadway show. Um, and so, so Nick is like really worried about getting on. And I think s- I'm afraid to get on. Yeah, so we go to our interview. I can't get on. He can't get on. I'm doing everything I can. He's like worried he's going to get fired if he gets on the prices. I'm thinking they're going to kill me. So, <laughs> take my shoes and then and eat my lunch. So we go. So we go up to the. We do the interview and then um, they ask you. They say hi. Uh, what do you do for a living? Yeah, and I just want to be the most like a, a like off-putting person in the world so that there's no way I can get picked. And I'm just like I don't do anything. He says, <laughs> I don't do anything. <laughs> the worst answer you and can give. And then they go, what do you do? Okay. <laughs> And then they turn to me. And then Wait, I, hold on, hold on real quick. She, yeah. she goes, 
you're you're doing this as if like she's like this guy's not gonna fucking r- go play in traffic after this because like, oh, he's just this like is this he got out of bed today. <laughs> one time, yeah. Out of the house. Give him give him pamphlet. I love. It. <laughs> and then she. I, I did get one of these like oh. Okay. <laughs> so while this is happening, I think I'm fucked because no one's going to put the guy who knows that guy on. So she turns to me and I was like, first off, I want to say I am sorry for bringing him. That guy sucks and we're done. And then she asked me what I do for a living and I said very confidently, I am a karaoke host from Richmond, Virginia. And she loved that. And then she asked me what my favorite game was and I said Plinko and I immediately, I, didn't, I couldn't think of another game. I don't know. And then I said, they all say she was so disappointed. And I was like, I know that's basic. Uh, and then uh, she liked that, I think. And then um, and You then had we, what they call in the industry, personality. I had some personality. So then we went in, we got in. <laughs> you know what they call not a serial killer. Yes. So we got in, and then as soon as we get in there, everyone's dancing. And I'm like, I can't dance. I'm not, I'm not dancing for this. I'm not standing in the aisle dancing. But I started tickling him, and it looked like dancing. And, so I, and then, uh, anyway, I guess I, we got to wrap it up, because we got the light. It's your, it's your call, it's what not, you want to say. Yeah, it's, uh, so I was the second person picked. I he got, got down, fucking picked. I got picked. How amazing is that? Jason. He got to come on down. Hey, so I got my Nicholas Turner come on down. No nicknames. <laughs> and, uh, and then um, I played a game for a bunch of shoes, and I guessed right, and then I got up, and then I won. Men's driving shoes. I won the showcase. You know how sometimes you're like, oh, I can't fucking get, oh, I don't have my driving shoes on. That's why I'm not getting, that's why I've been in the driveway for an hour. Yes. <laughs> Only Prada has driving shoes. <laughs> there's no, there's no sketch your driving shoes. Um, uh, anyway, uh, and then I, I, played, um, I played some dice game. Long story short, I won a 2020 Honda HRV LX. Um, AKA a new car! <laughs> a new car! And then as soon as I won, they um, put me in a corner and said, stand here for 20 minutes. So I won a car, and then I stood there in a dark <laughs> corner, just being like, holy shit! <laughs> I want a car. And then that's there was so a. so funny. When you, when you, because if you win a new car, that's like the most surreal thing. And you would probably be like, oh my, you probably be, and they could teach, they could put you in a broom closet and lock the door. And you'd be like, uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'd be like, uh, at what point would you be like, what? what there was happened? like a CBS page there. And then I yelled, I was like, hey, I got, I had to, um, I had a flat tire on the way here. And I was like, it was perfect. I got a car. And I was like, here's funny. I got a flat tire on the way here. And then the woman just coldly stared at me and said, you don't get the car today. <laughs> but I was like, this is fun. We got to get the hell out. All right. Check out the episodes. When are they? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, they, but they are coming out. Weeks. They're yeah. coming out at the end of the month in the whole story. Nick Turner is very funny. Give it up for him. <laughs> Give it up for your host. All right. Thanks so much. Hey, Naomi. Andy. This is our, both uh, our first mm-hmm. uh, uh, independent episode with sets yep. from the live show mm-hmm. and also uh, the last oh, <laughs> for, a for a while. For I, we a might, while. We might put out the uh, Twitch ones with uh, guests as bonus episodes. But the, yeah, because, I mean, those are fun They're times. fun, but they're not, you know, they're not tight. <laughs> we're, kind of, we're, we're all goofing and loosing. But I think you can always, like, Edit the sets up a little bit, you know. But anyway, we'll 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 decide. We'll decide. We'll decide. We'll decide. You tell us if you want them. Do you want extra content? Even though the audio might be funky town, you let us know. Yeah, because we play that song "Funky Town" 
underneath them. Yeah, yeah, underneath yeah. that. The whole set. Yeah, yeah every single whole, set. Every single yeah, set. Yeah, 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 the whole time. Um, Won't you take me to Funky Town? You guys, I have to go take Andy to Funky Town. So we're going to go. No, but thank you so much for listening to this episode. And we I will see you next week. Holding a baseball bat, she says that. <laughs> we're going to Funky Town. You wanted it so bad, we're going. Okay, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.